Cute. Yes, Santa Claus will be in there. One, because it's holiday themed. Two, because it's pretty Wisconsin morning news style. And three, most importantly of all, I spent about four hours putting that thing together. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. <laughs> Eight twelve on Wisconsin's ho, ho. morning news. Great to be with you on our last Wisconsin's morning news before Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Already got the best gift I could get for this holiday season, Eric. Oh yeah, what's that? First year college kid made it home safely. Yes, excellent. Navigating without problems. Awesome. From school in New York, was back at the dinner table in little old Greendale, Wisconsin. Fantastic. You asked me like, how was it? Was it like, it was oddly normal. So this is a kid who hasn't been home in. Four months. She blended right back in. Just like sitting there, complaining about the same stuff she used to, <laughs> right? Offering whatever. So just like, all right. Right back to normal. So happy she made it. Yeah, Cat wasn't happy with her. Ooh, that's interesting. She's the, cat the primary, her, right? Cat paid the most attention to her. Cat usually slept with her when okay. she was gone. And that cat has like missed her. Like, we'll catch the cat in her room, even months after, just sitting in there. Interesting. Now the cat's all fired up when about it. She came it? back, the cat was. <laughs> Which is what cats do, right? They want to punish you for, oh, you just come walking back in here on Christmas and we're back together. So typically try to avoid, I always have travel around the holidays, never wanted to travel around the holidays, but this was new. And for those of you who deal with this on a regular, you know, what a stressor expecting someone home for the holidays or for those of you who have to travel. Um, My friend, uh, he had a daughter coming back from LA. I told you about him. She had a heck of a time. Flight was canceled early in the week. Red-eyed to Chicago the other day, then bus back to Milwaukee. My buddy said he was up all night tracking the plane, just on flight aware, just Please. to make sure, right? Didn't get diverted somewhere. Tough to get home from the West Coast right now. That could have ripple effects. It's really rainy. I'm wearing Crocs, and my feet are wet. Yeah, well, one passenger <laughs> oh, trying to get out of LAX. It's not just rainy. It is heavy rain. They got flooding, a lot of bad stuff going up and down the coast. Here's this guy trying to get to St. Louis from L.A. Can't let it stress you out. It's out of your control. Mm. It's LA. Get in the car and then get on the plane and whatever happens happens. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone is that friendly and reasoned, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. So our ticket to the friendly skies is on the Tri County Contracting Hotline this morning. Now we kind of protect his identity so he can speak freely about airline issues. He's a pilot for a major carrier and good enough to join us this morning, Captain Scott. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. I love your energy. And Vince, I, I have to tell you, like, uh, just listening to, to how you just described your daughter coming home, as as an airline employee, and specifically a pilot or even a flight attendant, flight crew, that is what we live for. That is, you know, we, we walk out a lot of times following your loved ones down through the baggage claim area to get to our hotels and stuff like that. And when we see uh, passengers reuniting with their families, that's why we do this job. So that just warmed my heart. And congratulations having your daughter home. That's wow. wonderful. Fantastic. And I can't remember if she flew out of LaGuardia or JFK, Scott, but, you know, all those concerns that I had as a parent, you know, even if my kid were catching a car ride home from La, from La Crosse or mm-hmm. wherever. Right, but sure. My kid's trying to get back from Manhattan. She's 18. And a few months ago, I wondered whether she'd find her way home from school. <laughs> now I'm right, putting right, on right. an airplane by yourself in the busiest time of year. Yes, yes. And, you know, I was telling Greg yesterday when we were going back and forth, um, the government has stepped up. They have more air traffic controllers uh, on reserve. They have more air traffic controllers in the towers. They have more air traffic, uh, excuse me, controllers in the TRACON. 
uh, in their route centers, uh, primarily in, you know, down in the Jacks area, up in the New York area, even the Chicago area. So they're ready for the additional airframes that are moving through the air right now, uh, trying to get people to where they need to go. There's no question about it. So no meltdowns is what you're saying. No meltdowns right now. No meltdowns that I've seen. It helps that we haven't had much snow. Obviously, right, snow affects the operation much more significantly than rain does. Rain obviously affects it too. Things have to slow down a little bit. But, you know, just the other day I was in Pittsburgh and we had some uh, snow showers moving through. And as, as soon as that happens, right, the biggest and best thing I can do is jump on the PA to everyone and say, listen, I know the schedule is important here. And we're going to get you there, plus or minus 15 minutes to 25 minutes late. But we've got to slow this down because uh, airplanes and snow, uh, they mix. But you have, to be, you have to respect both. There's no question about it. Talking with Captain Scott, he's a local airline pilot. That leads us perfectly into the question I wanted to ask you because it came up yesterday. So let me set it up for you. Our, our teammate Jen Lott at ESPN Wisconsin, Jen and her family were connecting through ATL, Hartsfield. Is Hartsfield still the biggest airport in America? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think it just came back. I think they just released the top 10 yesterday, and Atlanta was number one. Yeah, yes, it's very, very busy down there. So, Captain Scott, their flight arrived late. The window to make the connection, which was an hour, was down now to just minutes. I think it involved a tram ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's always a train ride in Atlanta. And even Right, even if you're obviously staying with the same airline. So uh, here, let me let Jen pick it up from there. We were delayed getting into Atlanta, and then we missed our flight to Milwaukee. <sighs> now, I ran like Tom Cruise in every movie he's ever been in <laughs> through the airport. Okay, so let me pick it up from there. Jen said she did make the gate prior to scheduled pushback, but the door was already closed. And, of course, any of you have been in that situation, you know, they, they don't open that door back up. <laughs> I get there at 726. The plane was supposed to leave at 734. So you're inside that 10-minute window. But it was six of us in our traveling party. There were two other people going to Milwaukee, and mm-hmm. then we saw three other people trying to make the Milwaukee flight. If you just had held the plane by five to ten minutes, give me ten minutes. We're all on it. We're all getting home, right? Like, okay, so right, yeah. doors closed. I have a theory, Captain Scott, on why it's all not right. just that simple for the airline. Let me should should we play that game, Eric? Should I run it by him? Your okay, theory let first. Me run, let yeah. me run by the theory first, and you clear it up for us. So, okay, you have to get in the queue to once you push back to be able to take off to taxi and to be find that spot um, when you're scheduled for takeoff. If you just start messing around with real loose timelines, that can screw that up. You could lose your spot in that queue, and then the next chance out might be an hour, not five, ten minutes. But I would poke holes in that, Captain, because there's been times when I've sat there in the plane, and the pilot has said, oh, we're going to wait a few minutes here. We're waiting on another passenger who has yet to arrive, and la, 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 la. So then we're sitting there for 15 minutes Which is Eric's imitation of you when you're on the PA. (laughs) This is Captain Scott. All right, let's go. Okay, so here we go. So first of all, I'm going to actually jump back even more. Listen, do yourself a favor, and when you book your flight in the future, whether it's via through a travel agent, corporate, whatever you're going to do, give yourself more than one hour on these connections. When you are going through Atlanta, when you're going through DFW, when you're going through LaGuardia or JFK, give yourself a little bit more time because the difference between an on-time flight and a 30-minute uh, you know, departure delay can happen so quickly. A tug doesn't start. Um, 
you know, a local airport has an infrastructure issue, a pilot has an issue, a passenger doesn't feel well, something like that, immediately pushing out of the gate. Give yourself at least two hours. Okay. But, 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 sometimes, though, Captain, that's on the airline because they'll change our stuff around and say, oh, they'll be fine. They can make it through Charlotte in 45 yeah, minutes. Oh, that, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And uh, all I can say is just try to be aware of it. Just try to be aware of it. Yeah, yeah. And do your best yourself a little bit bigger of a connection time now to your question guys so i think you're i think you're both partially correct it has gotten to the point where it used to be that as a captain we had a lot more control and i know your audience has um a lot of other pilots that listen old midwest express pilots like myself um because i talk to them all so i know they're listening to this and they're going to probably start texting me when i say this but we used to have a lot more control at the gate on the ground if we would see you banging on the glass at mitchell if we would see you banging on the glass like <laughs> jen was with her family yes. we'd be like we would walk up there and we would demand we'd be like on the order of the captain right we want this family wow. boarded yeah. because we want you to get to that place. They've taken that away from us. As a matter of fact, they've even taken it away from a lot of the gate agents that want you for the most part to get to where you're going. 95% of them are wonderful people. 5% are burned out, but of those 95%, they would do something, but the airlines have actually in their IT, in the software, shut the system down. So it doesn't even allow them to be able to go in and manipulate to get Jen and her family on. Jen and her family were off. That was it. There was nothing they can do. And it's all driven, I can honestly say, by like the memos that I see internally. It's all driven by on-time performance. And I think the reason why is because, you know, the competitive nature of the airlines over the uh, over the last years, right? It come, there are people watching now. There are rankings constantly. This person's on time. This person isn't on time, and that drives revenue. People respond to those things. They they go to those lists and they say, "Hey, wow, Delta's number one and on time and and quality this and that." Boom, I'm going there. Maybe Spirit isn't as high in the list. So, holy cow, I guess I'm going to avoid Spirit. They don't do their research. And so airlines have, have changed, you know, their their format with that. And you're right, um, Vince, you were right to say when you, especially out of Milwaukee, right, Milwaukee's airspace, as soon as you get three or 4,000 feet up, is owned by Chicago. So Chicago is making slots for every single airplane that takes off from Mitchell Field. And if you don't make that slot and you lose that slot, maybe the line of airplanes over the top of you is, is literally, right, extending up an hour north of Milwaukee. You could be waiting a lot longer to be able to depart. Okay, so pretty intelligent <laughs> stuff in here for you and me, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is that, you know, Vince, it is that, there, you know, especially when you're going to these busier, uh, busier airports. But also, Eric, you're right, too, a little bit. I think that it's driven by more than just slots, um, primarily when you're, when you're at a smaller airport and you're going to a certain location. I think it's driven by, hey, people want to be on time, and there's rankings out there. We're being watched. And by the way, in the last 10 minutes, when that door is closing, there is more stuff going on in that last mm -hmm. 10 minutes. How aircraft even get out on time still after 27 years of doing this job and holding you know, management positions at my airline uh, it is just remarkable because every single person of a team of about 15 people per that aircraft have a very significant job. 
stuff is being transferred over electronics and over IT from places that are remote 2,000 miles away at headquarters and operations control center, and all those things have to happen. And so, yeah, I think it's driven, again, uh, Eric, by, yes, the on time, and um, but I also think, Vince, yes, there are operational restrictions, too, when you are going to these larger airports. So both of you are correct. Ah, thank you. Captain Scott joining us on Wisconsin Morning News. Hey, before we let you go, uh, we've been saying for days that it's one of, if not the busiest travel day of the year. It's the busiest day, yada, 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 yada. So which day? <laughs> is the worst day to travel. Which day in your professional experience do you like the least? So I'm, I'm going to give you a cheesy response on this. I am so blessed to do what I do, and I have such a passion and a love for getting you and your daughter, Vince, for example, home to Milwaukee. Like, there is no bad day to fly for me. And that is how the vast majority of us feel. The busier it is, the more excited we get. It's like you guys today, right? The energy is in the air. I just got off this trip uh, yesterday from Fort Myers. Wow, was Fort Myers buzzing. Chicago hair was buzzing when I landed. That was a great feeling. But in terms of what I think you're getting at, I would say it would probably be those two or three days before Thanksgiving because there's not as much spirit in the air, but yet there is a massive amount of people that want to get home for that holiday. But it's not the same spirit as Christmas is, so people are a little less patient and they have the same expectation. And so I would say those couple days before Thanksgiving can get rough sometimes. How many hours do you have in the year? Oh, my goodness. I, you know, it's funny because I am updating my law book after 10 years of not updating my law book, and I, and I should not even be saying that on the air. But I would say <laughs> That's north, a tough audit, right? I would say north of about 15,000 hours. I, I was lucky. I started flying at a very young age and just blessed, you know, with my career and just so thankful. But, um, yeah, it's probably north of 15,000 if I you see where I'm at now. And I've got about two more years to update. So, yeah. Wow. yeah I've got a, got a young pilot in our family as well, and he certainly shares your spirit and your sentiment. What Can you request your pilot? What do we got to do to get on your plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Anytime, my friend, anytime. <laughs> I, I, I'm always looking for you guys and other people that I may know or just, you know, have heard and different celebrities and try to leave you guys alone as much as we can, but give you a wink. And, no, and don't leave me alone. Right, no. no, I want to see you. We want you to walk out of the cockpit like the guy did with uh, George Clooney and sit down next to us and tell us about <laughs> our <out>. trip. <laughs> It's like when the, sh- it's like right, when the chef comes out to visit you at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, is everything all right, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Billstead? Yeah. Okay, that's a deal. For now on, for sure, I will say hello. Awesome. Continued safe travels, Captain Scott. Really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Merry Christmas, guys. Absolutely. Merry Christmas 27 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Jeff? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. My two front teeth. 8.31 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I want to tell you something that's happening within the hour. Milwaukee Public Schools are going to be holding a news conference today. And I've told you this was coming. And now it's coming to the biggest school district in the state. We've been talking about the last couple of weeks, Eric. And this was something that I was hearing simmering up, bubbling up over the summer. As we were at the same time talking about our state legislators and the governor saying, we've made this historic investment in education, the largest ever you know, increase in education funding yep. in the state. Huge investment. And yet I was hearing at the same time from people who are connected to school funding, whether it was 
superintendents or educators, whether it was school board members or people who were connected to them, like, hey, we're out of money. I'm like, how could you be out of money? We just had the big historic thing, investment. Right? Yeah, no. Got the surplus. Fixed. And like, not fixed. So what many area school districts, and I think this is going to be happening all across the state, are saying it's coming to a fore here for the last decade or so. The spending caps, which is the amount of money that they can tax you locally in your community. Spending caps has not have not kept flate, kept pace with inflation, which, of course, the last couple of years has been through the roof. And they are at a fiscal cliff. Or in the case of MPS, they're calling it a funding crisis. And if you haven't heard about this where you live, I would check the minutes from your local school board because this is going to be happening all over Wisconsin. And we're sounding the, I don't want to call it an alarm bell, but whatever, this is happening. And so many of these districts are going to go to referendum. These aren't the fun referendums where you get to talk about building the field house or even improving classrooms or things like that. These are, we need this many more millions of dollars every year just to keep the to lights on. operate. Yes. So these will be operating referenda, and MPS is set to hold a news conference this morning. They're going to be considering going to referendum. At the news conference will be uh, school board president, another member of the board, and superintendent Keith Polsley. And here's the, the news release that they sent out. MPS to hold press conference regarding possible referendum related to funding crisis. Largest school district in the state calling it a funding crisis. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean they voted to, to start talking about it. At last night's school board meeting. So that doesn't mean there's a referendum on the ballot, but you know they want there to be. And so now they're going to be seeking community input. But again, this is MPS, largest district in the state. Double check those minutes from your school board meeting because it might be coming to your community. 833 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. 841 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hat back on now. Mm. Eric He's actually a, s- a really good singer, Snoop Dogg. You didn't think Snoop could sing, eh, Dad? Yeah. Snoop could sing. This Susanna is on Pancake's Kendrick. playlist. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program and had found all these, you know, different types of holiday songs. Yeah. And uh, if you want to access the playlist... He has uh, allowed for that to happen. What do we text? Jingle? Jingle. J-I-N-G-L-E to the old National Bank. Talk and text line 855-616-1620. He'll send you the link to do that. You're bumping around on there. Play it during your parties. Yeah, Yeah, so I ran it yesterday. I ran the... uh the full gamut of the playlist yeah, yesterday. Depending in the on house. who's over, you might have to move past yeah. a couple. Right? There's a couple where I was like, okay, a little too, a little too loud and punkish for me. Like at he's this he's throwing over the what? Oh come on! Come on. What, do you want, what, what do you want your Christmas to be now? I mean, what, what well, if you're at Grandma's house, you know. Well, yeah. well, you know what? Everyone's heard those songs before. Gra- grandma could use a little refresh on her playlist. <laughs> sometimes I mean? there's dinner music, and sometimes yeah. there's party music. Okay, of course, yes. I maybe not throw on during the meal unless you're having a pretty exciting meal. Oh, hey. That's up to you. Guten Tag. <laughs> Do you have the clown clown car story? Um, oh, it's not so actually a clown car story. Here's the best part about <laughs> this the clown is story. Four clowns filing a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. And he's not talking about anyone in Congress. Oh, hey. Or in this <laughs> Thank room. You. Uh, that's another name we use for this show. Four clowns. This is reality. A group. This group of four clowns claim that clowns.com misclassified them as independent contractors and by doing so deprived them of hourly pay and overtime when they worked children's birthday parties and other events. So you use clowns.com to kind of set some of that stuff up. Four plaintiffs on the lawsuit, but their attorney is seeking to add others. So if you would like to be a clown in a class action lawsuit. Right. No, I think you have to already have been a clown. <laughs> right. 
And yeah, then can't, can't join now just for the lawsuit. A group of clowns hired to entertain say their working conditions were no joke. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, clowns really, it's actually quite a big deal there. They're looking for a lot of money. If they're misclassified, they're going to miss out on quite a bit. Well, so. I mean, and, and it is a profession. I mean, there are folks who do of that, oh, yeah. that full time and that's what they do. That's their livelihood and they enjoy it. And that's, that's great. So, you know, <laughs> it was more just the four clowns. Four clowns filing a lawsuit. <laughs> Four clowns in a lawsuit. 8.44, Wisconsin's Morning News. This is more of the dinner song. Fantastic. 848 Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Payne, ho, K-Kill. Ho, ho, Producer of the program, Eric Bilstead, Vince Vetrano here with you till 9 o'clock. Appreciate so many of you texting in your Christmas wishes for the program here. On the old National Bank talking text lines. Getting a little loose. It's getting a little loose in here. Just saw Matt Walker. He came by, one of yeah. our partners here at WTMJ. He said he brought baked goods. That's so cool. That's, that's pretty awesome. good. Ho, ho, ho. Debbie here also exhibiting her required by Eric holiday flair yes, for the program I've got, today. Yes, I've got my vintage Disney. Yeah, very nice. Disney Mickey ears with nice. the Santa hat. Thank you Great. for participating. My pleasure. Now, as far as we here know, we're not going to be in on Christmas Day. Christmas is on Monday, obviously, and we will have programming, though. And in order to preserve that to, to be able to happen, mm-hmm. Greg Pancake Hill was charged with creating two hours of a holiday Ooh, show. Okay. Are we on track to, you're not going to call us like Saturday and be like, listen, uh. Well, if we're on track, let's make this on track, shall we? What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Oh, ho, 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 It's the moment. All right, that was on me. I didn't realize that that one was going to get so much play today. Uh, so I went ahead and threw it in the open. <laughs> Hope that that was okay. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Vince. Um. You do kind of work on Christmas, y'all. Sorry to tell you. However, I got you covered because what I did was, just like you said, compile two hours of our best holiday segments and content. So we'll start with this. And how about a sound bite with, whoops, uh, standby. Sorry, Booker T still going. <laughs> That's all right. How about, which is all right with everybody, how about a little sound bite with an accent, shall we? How fair is your young son Tim on this fine day? <laughs> He's fine. I'm going to go see him in a few minutes. Oh, and, um, you know, we're going to have a couple of shows today. That, of course, Reese Madigan, who's been playing the role of Bob Cratchit in the, A Christmas Carol for years and years and years and years. Man, he has great stories, too, about being up there and, you know, more than some of the others in the cast, the Cratchits, Mr. and Mrs., have to deal with the young performers because there are the young Cratchits. Sure, yeah. So he's got good stories. It was great to catch up with Reese. And actually, if you want to see A Christmas Carol, uh, they do two shows on Christmas Eve. So tonight, uh, tomorrow, and then Sunday. And then they close that show down. And cool. then, yeah, very cool. Awesome discussion. So that will be in the okay. holiday radio show. How about, made the cut? How about another accent with a clip that's the accent isn't actually fake this time? And apart from that, 
people have changed dramatically. What somebody would do 50 years ago is a fraction of what they can do today. So we're pushing the boundaries, pushing the limits, and that's why we need more orthopedic surgeons. Because we keep breaking <laughs> for that. We keep breaking. Yeah, a little nod to the Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. That would be Artistic Director Michael Pink, Artistic Director of the Milwaukee Ballet, I should say, Michael Pink. Yeah, and you were talking about Nutcracker there because they changed it this year. The reimagined. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Somebody's Imaginarium. What's who's the guy's uh, name? The, oh my gosh! It's like what's this? Drossel- Drosselmeyer. Drosselmeyer. And I've done my part of the show. Thank you. <laughs> nice, so nice that show. whole conversation will be up there too, and it's actually uh, really cool. What you can listen to Michael Pink read from the phone book. Yes, no, you know, it doesn't matter. But then also he's talking about some really cool stuff. And in and, and that clip he was mentioning, like the training of ballet yeah. performers, and whoa, man, that's some Super rigorous athletes. stuff. Super cool. All right, move on. How about this bundle of joy? The other thing about New York is from the moment you step off the curb, you're hemorrhaging money it's just like bleeding out of you <laughs> yeah so again this is a holiday radio show folks not just christmas Happy we look back holidays. it's funny because it's true <laughs> yep. at the best part that would be one vince vetrano who previews and details the really cool story of greendale high school's preparation and eventual performance in the macy's thanksgiving day parade super cool somebody there's a wisconsin band going to the rose parade this year saw that yeah, um, so that's really cool. Always, always fun to look for local bands and to, to be able to see that firsthand was pretty interesting. And we're talking those conversations about what it takes to make that parade and then to actually do a good job <laughs> when you're out there. One of my favorite pieces of the year. So both the preview and the prep, and then as well as the actual performance will be in there too. Young Max Vitrano, not interested in no, New York. thank you. Declared upon arrival home, I never have to go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> the piece turned out better than Max's review of New York. City again. <laughs> All right, finally, we have to do it, and I can't just pick one. <laughs> yeah, but what about this one? Ah! Yeah, but then my favorite one. What? Uh, I thought I'd just get cold for Christmas. Well, sure, if you do one thing wrong, but you've been naughty all year long. The clock was ticking down. Three, two, one. The large blade fell. And Billy awoke. To the chagrin of some, wow. but to the pleasure of myself and everyone else involved. Well, I'm putting the Santa Claus in our house. You made it. You made it in. Oh, Eric. yeah. It it's made awesome. it in. I can't wait. All right. So this means we're going to play the Santa trying to kill little Billy Schultz on Christmas, on Christmas Day. Day. In our Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this? Yeah. Happy holidays. Yes. By the way, can I just say that Fantastic. is not me. It's not me singing. I promise. <laughs> Uh, sound like you. Yes, Santa Claus will be in there. One, because it's holiday theme. Two, because it's pretty Wisconsin morning news style. And three, most importantly of all, I spent about four hours putting that thing together. <laughs> so the, well, the I'm Halloween gonna, radio show. Abs- that eggnog will be milked absolutely dry. I tell you what. So there's just a quick sneak peek Love at it. Wisconsin's morning news holiday radio show presented by Heiser Automotive, by the way. If you text Vince to the old National Bank talk and text line, that's Vince, you'll get a link to our podcast page. Now, it is not uploaded yet. However, I know that the elves are working quite deliberately and quickly and by close of business today. If you want a preview and don't want to wait until Monday, you can listen to the full unedited edition of the Wisconsin's Morning News Holiday Radio Show. Very much looking forward to that. Merry Christmas to you all in the studio and beyond. Have a wonderful holiday. And hey, you might hear us on Christmas morning.
WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. If you are traveling tonight, well, first you got to get through today, and it's going to be rainy today. Could get up to a quarter inch of rainfall, high 47, low down to 41 tonight. Here's your issue if you're traveling tonight. Some early showers and then a chance for patchy fog, so something to be aware of. If you're on the move on Saturday, high of 48 degrees, mostly cloudy. Sunday, chance for a late shower on Christmas Eve, high 53. And for Christmas Day, a festive high of 50. Cloudy, windy, and rainy. Happy holidays! <laughs> WTMJ Steve Scafidi in the house today. I'm wearing this. I'm. He's, I, I, he's like glaring at me. I, I'm not glaring. I don't know what what you're doing. Exactly. Only because Eric said he, we he required us to wear some piece of holiday flair today. Yeah, clearly you got the memo with your beige clothes that you're wearing today. <laughs> yeah, beige khaki. Clothes. Salute to service. It's Steve khaki as khaki today. can be. Well, I, I saw Lafleur's wearing his military stuff, so I figured I'd just go yeah. in line with that. So you guys look look good. You look festive, which I like. Which I Thank like. You. I'm in a great holiday mood. I mean, this is this is the fun time of the year. I'm going to go see Santa tonight with my grandkids. Oh, fantastic. That's super cool. It's at a country club, so we'll probably have a drink in hand, and he'll come to our table. So how easy is that? Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, Santa visits the country club. Oh, yeah. There they come right to your table. Yeah, you don't have to walk. You don't have to wait in line. They come right to your table. (laughs) It's Steve Scafidi. You don't mess around with no mall Santa. (laughs) (laughs) That guy smells like alcohol. And cheese. <laughs> WTMJ now with Steve Scafidi is up Merry next Christmas. from all of us here at Wisconsin's Morning News. Been a great year. Eric and I are both in next week, right? But we're for bits and pieces. Kind of flip flop, and I'm yeah. doing the afternoon show yeah, on Wisconsin's afternoon news yep. on Tuesday. You're doing afternoon duty on one of those days on Wednesday, and then right. I'm with you on Thursday. Uh, but we'll be around next week, uh, right back here with you. Merry Christmas to everyone.